What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Power Line Podcast with Angel Doyle. What's good, man? We got a cool ass guest today. Known this guy, met him uh, maybe last about like year. A year, about a year yeah, ago, about a year ago. Now, yeah. Something at the Tushan. If you guys remember those Tushan days, we got Mexi. What's good, bro? What's good? How's how's it going, everybody? Everything's going great, man. Everything's going great. You know, it's fucking middle of the week, home day and shit. Just getting off of work. Did you have a good New Year's? I didn't uh, ask you about all that. I had an eventful day. Yeah, I, I feel like it's either that. It's either like you had a ball or it's it was, you're just chilling. I just went to work. I, I feel you a lot of people. I went to work at 11.45 at night and I sat in front of my work and watched fireworks <laughs> from, <laughs> from work. That was boring. Yeah. What time did you get off that day? 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Fucking the next day. Jesus. Yeah. Damn, that's fucking wild. But yeah, man, it's, it's cool to have you here, man. It's super dope that you came through and shit. Yeah. We've been trying to obviously talk for a, a little bit and shit. Yeah, just you know, it's uh, a <laughs> no. it's busy, busy man. schedule. Busy, yeah, of course. busy life is busy. You know, yeah, I'm glad that we made this work. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah, man, for sure. Man, yeah. man, I wanna. We're gonna jump right into it, dude. Uh, first thing I want to talk about, man, is uh, is uh, Furious Styles. Oh, shit. Okay, so uh, we're, we're, like, yeah, we're starting from the start. So yeah, yeah, we're okay, starting so from the beginning, start from the beginning, and we're gonna get it to now. Like, I really want to touch on that. Like, uh, what's up with Furious Styles? What is up? I mean, that was a band that, uh, I mean, I was in that band for, fuck, it was probably like, shit, we started on like maybe 20, 23 years old, I think, something like that, and I actually, it's funny, I, I was looking for a video, a live video on mm-hmm. YouTube yesterday, and I came across the last show we ever played, so which was 2010. Okay. Um, that was when I, I was playing in Donnybrook at the time, and we played in Washington, and we like assembled like a scab lineup of the band and played one more time. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Would you? Uh, it was on Eulogy, right? Yeah, it was Furious Styles. Yeah, the, the first record was on this this label called it was called Hand of Hope, which was like a subsidiary of Eulogy. Okay. And then they uh, and then the second one was just on like Eulogy proper, and right. then uh, and a label I think called, that's why I remember, yeah. called Alvaron, which was like in German for. Europe. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, uh, yeah, because I was telling him, he, he brought that up, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool, and I obviously know that of your past right? I, I remember that coming out. I remember that time, like, uh, like 2006 to 2010. That makes sense, too, that your last show with them was 2010, because, like, I feel like that era, that's kind of when that benchmarked. 100%. Like, yeah. that, there was that, that wave. I was talking about it the other day, like, the, the wave of... Uh, it was kind of like the the eulogy bands. There was like it was right. Donnie Brooks, Shadow Realm, Mongoloids, Mongoloids, Black My Heart, No Kids, Score, Kids Like Us, No Score, um, uh, Thick as Blood. Uh, everybody was really like those bands were all very active for like a for like a maybe like a six year time period. I feel like yeah, um, it was about like 05 to two thousand ten, which coincidentally was when Furious Styles existed. Our demo came out in two thousand five. Right. The last time we ever played was 2010. 
And yeah, so we were, yeah, I guess. We and were, were you guys, I know they had people from all over. I know Eulogy's Florida. Were you guys in Florida? No, we were, we, we were based out of Seattle, Washington. Right. Um, and that's where you're, you, you kind of laid a lot, a lot of roots, right? Yeah. Area. I moved, I, I, uh, I was born. Okay. I'll give you the quick rundown. Yeah, born, let's was, do it, man. I was born in Kansas city. Um, okay. and then I, I grew up in Oceanside, California, like, like North County, San, like North San Diego County. Yeah. And, uh, when I, I spent a couple years in Oregon, you know, like a school for bad kids. I had to, I lived there for a few years from 13 to 15, uh, back to San Diego. And then I went to Seattle, uh, when I was, I just turned 17. Okay. Um, I got a great, I got a one way ticket on the Greyhound because I heard my homie had moved there and I just, I went looking for my friend and just to try to like do something different. I feel you. Yeah. And then I, and then I stayed for 10 years. <laughs> yeah, just staying for 10 years. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. I just, I just, I, I really liked it at the time. I've only been there like a couple times, but it seems like just like, yeah, a super cool town somewhere where you could yeah, definitely spend 10 years. It used to be really, it was, it was, it was super fun. Like, like I got there in the late nineties. Music was very cool there. Like the punk scene was was fucking cracking. You got Portland like three hours away, and you right. know there there was just an abundance of, of good bands and and shows were great. And you know, I mean, and part of it was that I was I was a kid. I was seventeen years old, so it was like I I was having more fun. I had a hell of a lot less, but for some reason, I was like I never worried about shit, and I was just having fun. That's like rich right there. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. You know, it was it was cool. It was like. You know, at 17, I ended up getting, I got an apartment, you know, my, my chick who was also fucking, I was homeless for like a year, almost a year. And then we got this apartment and that was just, that in itself, I was like, I worked at a movie theater and, and was, you know, playing music and stuff and, and just hanging out and doing it. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. It was a fun place to do, to do that at, you know, and you walk everywhere there. Like, no, you don't got to have a car. Yeah. So. They got metro out there. Uh, yeah, but, that, but you just shit. like skate and shit, or yeah. you fucking walk places, and it, it was it was very the, the city's actually very it's very small. So like, I, my first apartment was in downtown Seattle, so it was like I, I had access to uh, everything. It, it was cool. It, yeah. it was a fun place. Man, that's fucking wild. And I know you tweeted today how you caught like all those fucking bands before you were like the age of thirteen. <laughs> We're, we're like, you know, some of them were like, or, 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 where did you catch most of those bands? Where did you live at the time? I mean, that was in San Diego. Oh, that was that in San Diego. Yeah. San Diego. Um, I, uh, yeah, I was like, I just, I kind of figured out, well, uh, probably like when I was about nine, like I stopped listening to like the music that my parents played in the car, you know? Right. And you I'm start, what would they play? Oh, dude, yeah, did I they mean, turn you on to anything cool or? I still like Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> you know, they had we had Born in the USA in the car because uh, I, I think I was like the new the new record at the time. Yeah. And uh, I mean, my mom like loves like Neil Diamond and shit. My dad likes country. I don't like I don't like uh, I don't I actually don't mind Neil Diamond, but I don't like I don't like country at all. Um, it was time for you to get your own. Yeah, so. it was like cer- certain things kind of uh, got me into what I was into was like 1991 was. I was, you know, saying earlier, it's like uh, Terminator 2 came out and, and and Guns N' Roses, the song You Could Be Mine was, they had a video for it and there was, you know, uh, they had the fucking Terminator in the video. My dad took me to see Terminator 2 in the theater and it was just like that, that like Guns N' Roses was like kick, kicked off a lot for me as to like what I was going to get into. Like they, they introduced me to a lot of things 
like the first time I heard a Misfits song. I saw Guns N' Roses when I was 10 with my dad and we, uh, Guns N' Roses, Metallica and Body Count. <laughs> Where is this? Where is that? This was, this like was, in, this, this is, uh, no, this was, like this was in, it was actually at, uh, yeah. It's the stadium, Jack Murphy Stadium. Okay. Which they, I don't know what they call it. I don't even know if they use like it for Like the baseball now. stadium or something? Yeah, it was, it was where the Chargers played and where the Potters okay. played at, at the time. And, uh, they, they played, body count? They played, they played, they had, and that was, that was, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to diss body count at all. That, 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 shit is, that shit is cool, but it was very, at the time, they were a very important band because they were uh, essentially like the, the, the government at the time was very into censorship and like really. Right, with really, the, the gangster rap shit. And, and, and just, and, and like rock shit, like any, anything really. Metal, yeah. yeah, like the moral majority shit was really happening and they were really yeah. like, they were really after um, the idea of censoring music. Those and, mom committees and shit. Yeah. And so like you have, you have the, the so like the government. Would be, about body, would be talking about body. Would be talking about body count. Yeah, like they yeah. would be that, that, so that body count album came out, and like Cop Killer was like the scariest song anyone had ever heard, yeah. and that shit was huge. Like when I was little, that shit was was a was a huge deal, and it really like it made waves, you know. So like, which like I immediately latched onto that like that side of things because right. like it just it was, I mean it was cool. I was like, yo, this is this is this. I, I relate more to this. Like I wasn't I wasn't a cool kid. I wasn't you know I was just. I was like a little fat kid with glasses. Like I, I didn't like, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't doing nothing particularly interesting, but then I, I, I figured out that there was like something going on that I uh, could relate to something. I mean, I don't even know if relate to it is what I, what I even mean. I was just kind of like, just something, you, re- just something you reacted to yeah. just yeah, like the way you did. Something grabbed me about it. You know, yeah, what part, I mean? part like, of this I connect with. Yeah. Like, so I said, like I was saying, I, I saw, when I saw GNR, they, they they covered the Misfits, and I remember that's the first time I ever heard oh, a Misfits song. Yeah, they cause they ended up recording it later for that was Yeti Incident record, but they uh, they covered Attitude and Duff sang it, and I mm. remember being like, I remember wow. the song stood stood out. Well, because Axel wasn't singing for yeah, one, you know, right. and they, and um, I mean that too among like the other Guns N' Roses tracks was stand out. Yeah, which <laughs> obviously sounds totally different, and it was a. Uh, um, I, I went looking for that after I was like, whatever that whatever that is, like these, I love these guys, and then they love this. So I got to hear what this is, right. you know, it was like before that, you know, which is like, that's how you got into things. Then there was no internet. There was no, there was nothing like that. So all, all you really did to get into things was you find connections yeah. between bands. You read a thank you list. Yeah. I was going to say a thank you list. Or... Thank you list. You look inside a record, like, like, okay. Like the old, like, uh, like the first, first couple of Rancid albums, they had all the flyers in there. So you go through and you're like, who, yeah, who's playing with them? Who, who is like, who is yeah. these, who are these bands playing with? Like. And what are those? You know what? What are those? What are those bands? And, and you know, you go to the store. You go to the fucking go to the tape store and just be like, all right, what? Well, um, you, t- you, you take a gamble on all of it because you never knew if it was going to be good. You yeah. know what I mean? You never really had. I mean, luckily, most of it was. <laughs> but you know, I think yeah. usually if that's like a good, if the album cover is good too, then I'm like, yeah, for sure, this is probably going to sound uh, badass. One hundred percent cover. Rarely do you have the misleading album cover. Right. Sometimes you do, man. Sometimes, sometimes. You got, sometimes you got some shit that, like, you know, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had like a misleading one. I think I think the most misleading album cover in history is like is Meatloaf "Bad Out of Hell" because it looks like one thing and it sounds like another. I don't, I don't have an opinion on it because I just don't listen <laughs> it like, to it. It kind of looks like it could be like a creator kind of album it cover. Looks like, it looks like it could be like a heavy metal record <laughs> yeah. of some sort, and it yeah, yeah. obviously it's not. And yeah. uh, I remember being a little kid and seeing it because it was right next to Metallica. 
So I would always see the cover and I'd be like, what is that? Like, yeah, I'm like, the name is so stupid. Like, there's no way that that's cool, <laughs> but it looks, so, it looks awesome. Yeah, you know, it looks motorcycle sick. and shit like that. Like it looks, it looks incredible. And then, then he put out Bad Out of Hell 2 around then. And I, and then I heard it because yeah. it was on, it was on MTV and I was like, oh, this is, this is not sick at all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is not, I'm glad I never bought this. Yeah, dude. I remember my dad used to have this van and apparently like it got broken into. They took like all his tapes. They like took everything. But one of the things that, like, survived, I guess, was uh, this Venom tape. It was, like, it was Venom. It was, like, five songs on, on the A side and then an interview on the B. Oh, yeah. Man. And, dude, I, would, I wore that thing down. And, like, I was, like, in second, third grade. I was wearing that shit out. I, I was just fucking, like, every day, every day. Like, you know, he had, like, Twisted Sister tapes, a bunch of Metallica. And, like, I, I would wake up. I don't know. My bedtime was, like, probably 8 o'clock at the time. You know, sure. fucking, and I would wake up. I guess it was late or whatever. And my dad would just be in the living room, lights off, cigar. And he'd just be listening to Sabbath and shit. And I'm, like, all oh, right. Like, behind the couch, like, And then, you know, just going through, like, the CDs after a while. Like, all right, this is what I like. This is what I like. I was in, like, fourth grade, third grade. I remember there was this girl. She used to sell uh, bootleg iPods. <laughs> like her dad her dad used to what, fucking, what is what is a bootleg yeah, like, i don't know yeah, like, like a fucking i don't even know what it was it was just a I bootleg remember, like, no, this I is remember, like this, this is not a zoom but it's no, not yeah a, it was like under the zoom it was like an mp <laughs> like an mp4 type of thing all right and like and like, i remember i made i was bugging her for like two weeks like yo can you get me one can you get me one and like <laughs> finally she did and like i went to like the local stoner like my dad's homies on the block and shit and i was like fill this up and there's just guns and roses metallica venom like basically everything you know and then uh, all of a sudden, like, my brother, he was a little bit older than me. You met him outside. And, like, he was listening to, like, Cradle of Filth and Cannibal Corpse and shit. And I was like, okay, this is it. And I'm just, like, taking everything, you know. I remember the first time I heard Cradle of Filth. And, too, I, 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 hadn't, I didn't know, like, what that was, per se. I was into, like, I was, well, like, deep into, like, punk and crust punk and, and, and right, a little bit like, of hardcore and stuff. That, and I heard it, and, and my friend, I didn't really, like, I didn't understand it. I remember we were on the train. Uh, I was like, dude, I went to high school with, and he's like, yo, this band's like really scary. And, and, and it's funny now because you're like, okay, it's not really scary at all. Yeah, it's right. like Halloween shit. But like, I remember hearing it and being like, yo, this is so crazy sounding. Like, I, I, I loved it. I loved it, at, you know, and I actually still like Cradle of Filth. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I remember being like, a, being, like a, being like a little kid. I was, probably, I was probably like 16 when I heard it. And I remember being like, what the fuck is this? Like, and I don't know. I mean, they're goofy. They're like, you know, kind of, yeah. they sound like circus music sometimes and shit. Like, yeah. it's not like the Haunted Mansion. Disneyland. It's like shock value stuff. For sure. I mean, but shit like that, it was still like, and they got all these like weird ties to punk and shit like that yeah. too. Like, they, their bass player was an Extreme Noise Terror. Uh, their mm. drummer, one of their drummers, not the one they have now, but the, the, original, the older drum, the old drummer was in, um, he was in Skit System. Yeah. Uh, they did, they're, they're, yeah. like, they're, they're like they're a couple steps away from a lot of cool shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they, so, just, they got artsy, I guess. It was just yeah, with that, with that, yeah. That shit. I mean, that probably it's probably fun. Yeah, you know what I mean, no, I've, yeah, I've seen them a couple times, and it's like it's cool. It's yeah, great. it's great. It's dope. <laughs> Yeah, like, and then once fucking I hit middle school, it was just punk. Like, that's when I started really going to backyard shows in, like, South Central and stuff like that. And I was always at the thrash gig. I, I caught, I was telling Doyle, too, I've said it uh, here a couple times, I caught the end of the thrash phase in, in LA. Right. That's like, I caught, like, right at the end, like, the dude who runs CBR House now, Murphy, like, he was deep into it. He's older than us. And, uh, yeah, like, I, I guess I caught him, like, right at the end, like, right at the end of that thrash phase. And punk just fucking took over and, like, ska and shit. Yeah. yeah, and that's basically what I grew up on, like here in LA and shit. See, like, and like where I where I lived as a kid, like, see, it's it's you know it's a fucking other planet from here. Like the backyard show thing wasn't a thing, you know what I mean? I just right. did. You just, I mean, there would be, 
the closest thing you would get would be like uh, someone open a record store or something, and then they would they would do shows there. Right, like, right. So you know, there would still would still be like an element of like DIY shit, but it was not. It's somehow the backyard thing just like never it just never really happened. It just wasn't. You know, yeah. there was there was there was always like there was always a spot for the smaller show to happen at, and then the bigger ones obviously would be at like like the, the like club, a theater like a, like an actual club, club yeah. like, You know, because like a lot of the stuff like like I was saying earlier, like that all those. Like all the, all those bands I saw when I was a kid, which like some of I mean some of them are you know people some of them are trash like like I just I just essentially compiled the list of like I just try to remember every show I went to, every big show I went to as right. a kid yeah. and it was just you know a lot of it more the thing about it that was you know it was just I was really young when that was happening so it was one of those things where like I may not even fuck with this but someone's gonna be like oh that's crazy you saw this you know yeah. what I mean like 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 it was cool to experience it yeah for sure like like there were certain elements of it that were like. I mean, like I saw the Ramones, which is like, I mean, I am the absolute age cutoff. I feel like for having been able to see them because yeah. like, I was I was really young and and I was I was thirteen when I saw them and it was the last tour they ever did. Other they did Lollapalooza after they played that last show and then they were done. Yeah, and I, and I mean that's some shit now. I never I didn't realize how much I would give a fuck about that now. Right, you know and then I mean? you look back and you're like, damn. Yeah, there's some bands like for me like in my first wave of like first finding out hardcore that I'm like, damn, I got to see like uh like foundation or like uh, sure. rain Supreme. You know, like I don't know. rain Supreme was sick, bro. Uh, shipwreck AD Dude, rain like, Supreme. bands like this, you know, that like aren't around anymore. Dude, weird, weird fact. Dave Heck from rain Supreme, uh, has an alligator, owns a, has a pet alligator in his house. <laughs> what the, the fuck? That's the weirdest shit. I don't know why I just thought of that, but uh, <laughs> it's for like rescues reptiles and shit like that. And we used to stay at his house when we would go to uh, Pennsylvania and, uh, that this will have all these what? lizards and snakes in it's in, his, in a basement. You don't trust those alligators. He's got a, he's got a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a bathtub with like, with like, like chicken wire over the top of it. And a fucking damn. alligator in it. What happens like, when you bring like a girl home? I don't know. They gotta, they gotta accept the fact that you have essentially like a practically like a, like a practically a dinosaur. Yeah, you gotta fucking, you're living with the dinosaurs. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Rain Supreme was great. They were great. They were, uh, they were, they were a band from that that time period, I feel like that they, they were, I felt like they, at one point they were like the biggest fucking band. I felt like they were, yeah, they're um, on all the tours. And it was, and they were just, they were really popular. I mean, one, because I think that they were a good band, Yeah. but, uh, uh, on top of that, like, you know, it being like, you know, dudes blacklisted, things like that. It was connected to other things people loved. And then like, honestly, man, they had a good logo. Yeah. That shit, go, yo! That shit went like that shit. You you just you saw it. You it saw really, it. And they were it like, stood out, and it really looked. It, the, the, you know, the presentation of the band was, yeah. was good, but that shit was just it was hard. It was, that was, that was they were hard. Yeah, band. I always listen to uh, not like that first EP with the dude or whatever, but the uh, that one with that like statue where it's just the black album and it's oh like, right, right right yeah. That shit is. I still have that in my my like shuffle or whatever. I haven't listened. I haven't listened to them in a long time, uh, but. Yeah, Speaking fun, of Yuzi yeah. too, I was, I was listening to uh, what well, I was listening to Steel Nation. They were they oh, were Steel Nation. Yo, right? Steel Nation was fucking sick. I don't know if they were on Yuzi. I can't remember. Well, yeah, um, I don't think so. Maybe actually, it, it, it was it was that same same thing. That same, same time period. Yeah. But, uh they were dude. Uh, they were they were great. What were some sick bands like? Say from that period, like early thousands to late thousands, that you saw that you loved. Um, like just hard, hardcore. Ones? Yeah, like because like I didn't get to see like like I love say like. Guns up and like shit like that. That was like I saw, my shit when I first and I only I, got to see him like 2016. So I, I, I saw first time. Guns up in a 
in a in a basement in a long basically like the laundry yes. room of a house. Yes. And like I sat on a, on a washing machine. That is hard. Guns up Fuck yeah. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> it was in Tacoma, Washington, I think. Beautiful. They uh, <laughs> that was actually the only time I saw Guns Up when they were uh, a band when they were right. like, actually a band. Yeah, yeah. Which they were, I, I believe they, they they were they were doing reunion shows longer than the time that they were actually a band. I think yeah. um, they weren't around very long. And I mean that that's the thing. It's like yeah, for like. The reunions Two, three are years. huge, you know what I mean? Doing those festivals and stuff and playing Simon Fury and things like that, and it's enormous. And I was always like, that's the band that saw in the laundry room, man. Like, that, <laughs> like, like I remember yeah. it being like... Like, Downpressor, for the, like, the first time I saw Downpressor was in Arizona, bro, in, like, uh, Mesa or some shit, in a fucking house. Mm-hmm. And some fool went through the fucking plate, <laughs> uh, or, like, through the glass, sliding glass uh, oh, uh, door or whatever. House, house shows, especially, I, I, I mean... Hardcore house shows are like, that's my favorite shit. It's always, I yeah. feel like it's more fun. I used to, I used to, like, when I felt like dealing with the headache of them, I, I used to do them at my old house in Seattle, probably around 2000. Oh man, it was probably like, oh, four, maybe. I had this house and, oh, four, oh, five. And mm. we had a, we had a couple bigger things there. I think the biggest yeah. show we did, we had was Blacklisted Cast Aside and Down to Nothing. Sure. Played played in my living room, mm-hmm. and uh, that other than that, there was you know there'd be local shit. There'd be you know there'd be whatever. It was kind of you know uh, just right. if we could have there wasn't a if basically it was too small for like a real venue. Just book that shit at my house, and like right. at the time I was every time Blacklisted would come to Seattle, I was for there was a time period where I was always booking them because like I knew one of the dudes and he would just shoot me a fucking text like yo we need a show yeah and right. so I, would I got just, you. you know, What's um? What are some other Seattle bands like Seattle bands from back then? Wasn't wasn't Sinking Ships from Seattle? Yeah, yo, I never got to see them. I I like upset. I always wish I could have seen them. It was they were um they were they were uh they weren't my thing. Right, it's that like melodic type. Yeah, it was especially at the time, dude. Like I mean, it was just that was just not what I was listening to at all. But. So the house that I had the house shows at, Singing Ships were our neighbors. Mm. So they they lived down the street from us. So (laughs) we all ended up becoming friends because uh, we would go to these parties at our house. And there would be, you know, sometimes it'd be a show. Sometimes it'd just be a fucking, it would just be a party in the the fucking front yard, backyard area. And they were, they would be, they, they just, they hung out at our house. So, I mean, I love all those. So you guys are known by that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like Andy Rice, who's a drummer at Singing Ships, uh, like he, he he was he was he was like he was a booking agent for a while. Like he was he book he was the guy that booked my, my old band, mm. uh, things like that. Like he would he would uh, he's a really good friend of mine. I feel like um, you don't see a lot of those too much anymore because like I remember in my early days of trying to book shows when I was fucking like fourteen or whatever, there would be like all these agencies that you would like email. Right. And now I know there's like SOS we have and stuff like that, but I feel like you don't have like a. There's not like yeah, there's a surplus no, like, of like there's no different uh, booking agencies like different like whether it's regional or I don't know. Based to changing of the times, people through Instagram have oh yeah, the, the, like today's internet made that shit way more easy. Yes, yeah, that's, that's the thing is the access that everybody has now to be able to do everything themselves right, and not right. have to pay somebody ten exactly. percent or whatever. Yeah, um, and also, like I mean, you know, like I mean, an, an, an agent. I don't think most bands need that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think that. that I think that uh, there's such a network throughout America with uh, with hardcore music and punk and everything like that yeah. that I feel like you can 
you can kind of handle your own, you can handle your own shit. Totally. Like I, I, like my old band had, you know, our fucking homie was our, our, our agent, quote unquote. Right. But uh, that was, <laughs> that was mostly because that would be more like, I would also book towards myself yeah. with him. It would be more like, yo, I got the, he, he put us out on a, uh, like a tour with extreme noise, terror and phobia one time. And that was cause he was booking them. Mm-hmm. And it was more like we have this agent so that we can end up on shit like that. Like, yeah. I wanted to go out on stuff like that, you know? Yeah. And I mean, at the time, I didn't, you know, it, it was just, it would, we would get to do some cool stuff. And, dude, that's what I love about about it now, dude. It's so tight-knit. Like, we got the homies in, like, the OC that, that book, like, the festivals they're having at the Constellation Room or just, like, Ground Zero with Alex from Wise mm-hmm. and then, like, us, CBR, Powerline, like, all that other shit, you know? So it's like, but like, you know, if it's not if it's not you who's gonna get this big show with this big band, it's gonna be one of us and we're all yeah. gonna put each other through somehow. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, that's the best part. That's that, you know, it's everybody because there's no there's no like you know, unlike other styles of music, I feel like there's not at least here, at least in LA, there's no like competition. It's not like it's not like I don't know, it's because it, some people can get like that, I could you know, if fucking fucking metal shit or like you know, <laughs> it's other, definitely a other, metal thing bro other yeah. stuff i mean we yeah, I mean, those people are fucking dick suckers man most of them are fucking <laughs> losers especially like fools running those clubs and shit like that there's one in seattle i remember they used to this place called studio seven and we used to it was like the, the, the like like the policy was like you know respect venues except that one because <laughs> fuck, fuck that place but like I went to jail there, actually. I got, Is that the <laughs> article you posted the other day? Yeah. I got arrested. The last time I got arrested was in front of that place. But the dude who owned it was just some fucking cokehead fucking metal guy that was, like, friends with, like, Nevermore and shit like that. And, I'm like, the dude was a fucking turd. And uh, they just never had it. They, you know, those people Those people never have any idea, like, what what everything is. They don't get it. They right. don't understand that it's, like... Because they like, listen yo, to, like, we, the radio or some yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm like, yo, like, no, we all know each other. Like, that, 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 that's the shit they don't understand is that, is that when it comes to the, uh, the type of music that we're all involved in, everybody, in, to some degree, kind of knows each other. Or if they don't know each other, you meet someone the first time, and it's kind of like you already know them. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? Because you're, you're, cause you're on the same wave. Like, other... Yo, whenever I run into a hardcore, like a hardcore person, like, <laughs> in the streets or whatever, like, yo, yo, no, I was at work the other day, and some fool came in with the strife. Sure. I was like, hey, <laughs> like, what's up? Like, what yeah, are you doing? You and there's that instant connection, you know? You want to talk to him, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel exactly. like you want to, like, especially if it's something that you like. I mean, I'm like that, man. I'm very, I'm very, like, I'm very, like, I see something, I see a shirt I like, I'm going to tell you I like it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that was me the other day at Grand Central Market. I seen this dude at a burger joint wearing a terror shirt. And I was like, yo, like, for the children, da da da, did you go? He's like, nah, nah, nah. So, but he's like, yo, but, yeah, like, Powerline, I know you guys. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. So that was like instant connection right there. And I was like, dope, man. Like, come to the gigs, you know? So yeah. it's like super cool, and that's the thing about it. I mean, that's 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 the thing that you know. I mean, I love that about all of it is, is that it, it is it is like to say she's a very like I think it's a very inviting scene. Sometimes I feel like people will try to pretend that it's not. You know, every once in a while, especially man, I, I read the I read the internet too much. I get bored. <laughs> I have nothing to do at work, so I'll do things like read the internet. Yeah. I'll occasionally see an opinion that's like you know, like hardcore is not inclusive and it doesn't. I'm like that's that's not real. That's just that, that's just some dickhead saying something. That's just somebody, someone else has a board on their phone. Yeah, I'm just like you might just be a, a fucking bitch ass. Like people just might not fuck with you because like 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 why like why 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 is no one being cool to you? Because I mean, if you go something like for the children, for instance, you go so to like a bigger scale show like that. Um, I mean, it's a who's who of what the fuck ever. You know what I mean? And ain't nobody got a problem with nobody. You know what I mean? And everybody, it doesn't matter what what you're. 
you know, to any, you know, it don't matter. Everybody's just different and everybody goes there and then for this common thing. And then every, you know, and everybody has fun. And the, I mean, anyone that's ever trying to say that, like, there's something wrong with it. I'm like, yeah. yo, there's not something wrong with it. You're yeah. fucking tripping. There was, and there, yeah. and there was a time, I mean, I went, I lived in a place where there was a division at one point between, you know, someone, someone cut this shit right down the fucking middle. Like it was like, it's funny. You mentioned 16 ships before, but like, you know, that side of things, uh, champion, yeah, uh, champion. there's a, there was a band called what, the, the, answer. the answer. There were another, the, more of that kind of youth crew ish yeah. type stuff. And then we had our friends and our band and our, our things over over here, and it was pretty divided down the middle. That, but there right. was a, that time was yeah. Well, just like, and even in that city, it was because it was so small. You really felt it because then it was the kind of thing where like people would be like, oh, you know, these people over here are are too are are, are violent or are this or are that. A lot of which was just like like the only reason that you people are perpetuating that being a thing is because you keep saying it. Right. And it's not really, a lot of it wasn't really real, especially because like at that time period um, in my life, I feel like 98% of violent things that may or may not have happened weren't happening at, happening at shows. Like, yeah. no, that, sh- that shit was happening. Like, that was like bar fights with grown ass men. That was, right. that was like, that was, you know. And all those stories too are like, uh, they're like, uh, like Hell's Angel stories. They're always like blown up out of proportion. Well, a lot of the time it'll be the same story told differently. And it sounds like it's 20 stories, but it's like, yo, and like, it'll always be from someone who said they heard it from somebody. And it's like, whatever you, whatever you think you heard or whatever you think might've been, maybe that wasn't real. And also, you know, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) like, I, I feel like a lot of that stuff is, um, you know, just like with anything else, people, it's like people playing telephone, you know, and then, and then, uh, but at that time it was very like, there was a certain, you know, there was, there were certain people that I guess you would say they were like, I, I hate that us versus them thing because we're kind of, you know, it's not really ever supposed to be like that, no. but, but, it, but it, what it was at one point and yeah. where I lived that and, and I feel like it, a lot of it was like, you know, the other side of things from maybe what I was on, they were very like, they were like they were very un, unwilling to be like let's just let's just fucking pound it and call it a day right. like everything's fine you know that like it was like they wanted like some sort of like punishment for you for being different or like they wanted you I'm like I'm not going away look at me like what the what the fuck else am I gonna do for fun like this is it this is like like you know people be on some like you know like lifer shit but like dude I mean I've been I've been listening to music like this in some form, punk, hardcore, metal, anything, essentially since I was about 10 years old. And, you know, I'm about to turn 38. So, and I'm still having fun playing in bands and shit. Like, what the fuck? Like, what, why, why would I do anything else? Yeah. I, I actually don't, if I like stopped wanting to go to shows or something like that, like, I actually don't really know what I would do. Even if I got, even if I was a fucking millionaire, if I was a millionaire and I went moved to Calabasas, in a kid, in, in you know, in a house, big yeah. ass house with a bunch of shit. What am I gonna do? Hang out in my house full no. of like stuff. No, we're gonna invite people over, throw I'll, a fucking fire show, show in the house. Yeah, exactly. I would, I'd build a venue on my property that no one can go into because I'm rich. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I put a fucking gate around it. And fucking cops can't come in. You know, but it, it's just it, it, it's very like you know. Yeah, like no, I, said, I totally feel you. Yeah, <laughs> I think whenever there is a problem, it's always. Uh, 
just like the individual people too. It's not hardcore in a sense itself or the community. It's just like, say one individual maybe acting a certain way towards that person. And it's totally just that it's not. I, I feel like it would be like one guy would like, maybe someone would, you know, this is like very, very the very beginning of hardcore on the internet. Right. Uh, which is, and there was a, <laughs> there was a message board, there was a message board of local, that local phrase stuff. Alone, right. <laughs> you know, right, like, like, I was telling him like the B9. This is, this is a, you know, this was like adjacent to the B9. There was like a local board that was like that, uh, where I lived at. And, I mean, I would say that the, I would say that many, many, many problems started there uh, because someone would have someone. Yeah. People get bold. People get bold when someone can't hit them right then for like whatever the fuck you know whatever whatever they want to say. And yeah. people, you know, and, and and things would catch up to people, and then it creates this like weird division. But it's not like here. It's not like in LA. Like, say somebody's got a problem with somebody. Like, say say you and me had a problem. And maybe we just we're just gonna. Like say say it was a bad enough problem that we actually had to fight each other for whatever reason, which sounds crazy to me, but just hy- it's hypothetical. Say that was the thing. We're not going to be mad about it after. You know what I mean? That's what right. makes you feel. But you like that should make you you should feel better after that. You also shouldn't perpetuate something like that after. You know what I mean? It's right. like yeah. especially when it's something like petty or small. You know, like that's that's it. That's it. Just get it get it over with. You know what I mean? Like and, and it's like you know, like if if you lose. Usually, or whatever, honestly, probably no one should even know. There probably shouldn't even be anyone there. You know yeah, what I mean? But it's like, I notice here, people don't, people don't really hang on to too much stuff like that here. I feel like, I feel it's like. too fast. It's too fast. Yeah, yeah. Yo, people got real problems here. Yeah. You know, I'm more <laughs> mad about how hard it was to park here than anything else. Right. You know, that's the thing I'm most mad about right this second. Like <laughs> parking spot here. You know, there's, people have, I think people, I think it's a, it's a, it's a harder city to live in because of uh, just, you know, financial reasons, because it's, 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 it's so, you know, it, it, for me, it's not expensive. I, I figured out, I got, a, I got a, a cheap apartment, I guess cheap theoretically, but like, you know, for what I pay here, I could have a fucking house in Washington. Dude, that's what I'm saying. And, but I would live, in, but I would live in Washington and I would not. I know. That's why I always people <laughs> say like, Oh, well, I pay this much for my house here. Like, yeah, yeah but, but your house is in so like, wide Idaho, place. Dog. Yeah. You, I'm like, Oh, <laughs> the cool. Fuck? And there's only trees. Like here you got trees. You go, you know, yeah, go an yeah, hour east, yeah. you know, you got, mother, you got mountains and snow and then you come yeah. back here and it's just a lot of screaming and fun shit to do and loudness and everyone drives like an idiot. And, and it, you know, it is what it is, but I love all of that. I love, you know, I mean, my house practically opens up onto a freeway, but yeah. like, and, and I have a recycling center outside my window that's the sound of broken glass for 12 hours a day, um, no matter what. But I would not want to live anywhere else. This no, is, I feel this, like this is, this place you, is great. you're in a cool little spot where you're at. I just feel like L.A. has – there's always something to do here. There's always something yeah, fun happening. Um, and so, yeah, you know, it's like I think everybody here, like, I think, you know, but, yeah, it caught, you got to work a little harder. You have to – you know, you have to – you have to have your job and then you have to do a second thing. You yeah. Just, you have to you have make some sacrifices for sure. For sure. Just mostly, mostly financial. But I feel like because yeah, of yeah. that, because of that, people got too much, you know, they got bigger fish to fry than some petty bullshit. Yeah, I exactly. feel like people get over things. very. And especially there. when the petty bullshit is within something that they love. Yeah. Like, why would you even like, you know, put tank that it. in there? Exactly. Yeah. Why would you take yeah. it? You know, just get you the got, you, you got it. Yeah. You got like, say you got a cool venue and I, I, things like that. Like they, those, that shit goes through my head. If I say I were to have some sort of issue with somebody, I, I think about where I am. Like, is this gonna is this going to ruin where we are right now? Like, is it right. worth it? Do I, I? Oh shit! I got thirty friends with me, and this fool's by himself. Like, that's not fair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because right. you know this could turn into a mess, and right. that would that would be that's 
Yeah. It just doesn't. It, a lot of times that 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 doesn't um, that doesn't check out. And know? like we've talked about it before plenty of times. Like that's exactly what happens with our venues, you know. For sure. Like, dude, like, like the Gigi, the Tushan, all the other fucking places that we like ran, and even like the rec center now. Like, just because like petty bullshit like that happens, and it's like you know, be more mindful of where the fuck you are. Yeah, absolutely. I th- and, and, and I'm not gonna say that I'm not fucking totally guilty of doing dumb shit before. <laughs> I mean, not not so much in the last. Oh. Not so much like currently, you know. But I mean, when I was younger and stuff, I mean. Yeah. I, I, I certainly didn't ruin anywhere by any means, like, but I, but I would say that like there were certain um, there were times where I was not mindful of that sort of thing yeah. um, because whatever I was mad about had meant more to me than anything else, and everything else didn't matter at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and and I think that you know certain elements of that go away. Uh, you know, as you get older, you get smarter. You start you know thinking about stuff like that more. Um, but. I feel like here, compared to anywhere else, a lot of other places I've been, I'm like, yo, there's considerably less problems in hardcore here. I feel like it's really frowned upon. Yeah. I feel like uh, my punk is a different story. I mean, that is that's straight up. Like, yeah. I love, I love the, I love, you know, I, that 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 was my entire upbringing. Was was you know, I came from that that world, um, and I love going to those shows, and I'm still gonna go to them all the time, and I have a great time. You know, fucking, I love the rec center. I love like I like I like all that shit, but I mean like. God damn, man! I mean, yeah. it's a it's a who's who of stupid motherfuckers, man. Yeah, and, and, I, and I and I think a lot of it is you know drugs, all that type of stuff. Oh, yeah, there's, there's certain elements of, of of what people are doing um, at these things that make you know makes you act out. You know, yeah. fools are getting way more faded. I know it's like at those at those things. Then it's fucked up. I, I'm like, I wish it because like I don't care what people do. You know, for sure. But I'm like. If it's to a point where it's like affecting the community and the shows, it's like what the fuck, bro. Yeah, and I mean, you know, a little thing here: a lot of things are not are not you know they're, they're not preventable. Sometimes they just happen. You yeah. know what I mean? But but whatever. I mean, like I said, it's like I feel like we're talking about this a lot, and yeah. I'm like, yo, this ain't really this ain't really a thing that happens here. I, I try to tell people yeah. that too, and I'd be like, yo, L.A., we don't really be fighting here, man. Like, like it's just kind of like a lot of it too is I mean, motherfuckers are really good friends a yeah. lot of the time. There's a lot of like I mean, it's, it's definitely there's groups. Everybody's got their squad, but like. Um, I think people, people, well, when it comes together, it's a fucking community. Like yeah, it really 100%. is like that yeah. word, like that entire word. Like it really is a fucking community when people come together. Yeah. And people think we're all probably tripping and people are like, what no. the fuck is this? You know, but they'll never know. You know what yeah, I mean? They'll never know, man. Yeah. It's so inviting. Like, like, the, like the, the recent show we just had with like risk union front, like lockdown, all the, all the guys like, uh, this past weekend, like, dude, I've seen so many new heads. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like Jesus, like dude, we're so many fucking new yeah, heads. That I mean, it's like yeah. it's like Fight Club or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it is. They, they, someone tells one print and then they tell another person, and then, you know, and then all of a sudden it starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And know? like, dude, I don't even know how many times <laughs> I had to introduce myself that day. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah like, oh, nice to meet you, nice. And I was like, dude, this is fucking beautiful. Like, it's just like there's so many more people coming to these fucking gigs. Like, they see that it's just like it's a big ass party, you know. That's the thing too. It's Yo, this shit is fun. It's a big ass fucking yeah. party. This shit is fun, you know, because your fucking job probably sucks. Your fucking, you know, who knows, man? Maybe whatever, whatever. Maybe your home life sucks. Like maybe everything else that you're doing sucks. But when you know, the second you you know pull up, that's it. Like you ain't really tripping about nothing yeah. else. I don't think about shit. I don't think about nothing else other than you know. For it's real, like, bro. and it's like shows and stuff like that. Um, all these, all this stuff is still, dude. I mean, I'm still having a blast, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, and it, it ain't never. It, I, I I don't foresee myself ever not having fun you know yeah but uh would you say that you're having like kind of at what this age too like more fun now like you see this fucking kind of thing just blossoming again yeah i mean i I love it i love i love that and i love yeah i was gonna say like hardcore like your take uh from earlier on say like thousands to now 
um, your I mean, takes of the scene. My perspective energy. is going to obviously is going to be a little different because like uh, I was uh, I was in a different city when I was younger. But, That's true. Uh, too. I would say like like okay, so like like take like you know my late teens, early twenties. I was in, like I was in Seattle, Washington, and uh, I, it was really great there at the time. There was there was a. Uh, there were local bands there that no one's ever heard of that like I saw all the time. There was a place that did house shows. There was a theater that was right. It was actually like a block from the record store I worked at because I worked at a record store then. Um, that was every, you know, I mean, every big tour, all of them came up there. People went up there because the shit was popping. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like you, you, any, you know, Death Threat, American Nightmare, fucking uh, who else uh, to converge, like all that, all, all, all those types of, Everybody that was really out there doing a lot of it, then a lot of that youth crew revival shit, like, but then like, and then also even like stuff I didn't really like, like, like the OC metalcore shit, like, uh, like, you know, right. AT, AT Visions, Visions, AT Visions bleeding through, like all those things, like everything that was connected to hardcore at the time was, was all always coming up there and, and the shows were great and it was really, really, really fun. What yeah. about, I was going to say real quick, you're mixed bills we're were talking thing. about AT mm-hmm. Visions. Um, did you see that documentary that came out about the showcase? Uh, no, I, I want to. I, yeah. I, I loved showcase. I think everybody did. I feel like, uh, I went, I, I, I went to my first show there when I was, you heard that theater in San Diego? Uh, old, like, like early thought, late nineties, early thousands, like legendary spot. Showcase was, okay. So there was two of them. So there was, there was showcase was the one that everybody knows about is the one in, uh, it was in Corona, like next to Riverside. But, uh, that's the one that everybody talks about like when they refer to showcase, but people kind of don't know that there was, there was a second one that was in San Diego first for a bit. It must've only lasted about two or three years. Mm-hmm. It felt like a lifetime cause I was a teenager, right. you know, but it was really like, it must've only been about two years. And that's I went a long to, fucking time though. I mean, yeah. But I mean, it was a legit, yeah. I mean, it was a legit, yeah, it was a legit, a legit venue. I saw some, I saw fear there. Uh, that one, um, I'm trying to think what else, but the, the, the real showcase, the yeah. <laughs> showcase number one, I guess, you know, like right. the one everybody references. The immortalized one. The, uh, that place, uh, I'm trying to think of the first show I saw there. It must have been, uh, I think it might have been The Casualties, maybe. I think that was, I think that might have been it. Um, I believe it was The Casualties and uh, I don't even remember. I want to say like Unseen or something like that, but uh, probably not though, because that was a tour that came later. I was, and the first time I went up there, uh, I was probably, I want to say I was maybe 14, 13, 14, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like I got to get a, my mom drove me. Like it was like yeah. that. It was, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, you know, you have, you have, you have mom drop you off down the street. Yeah, exactly. Down the street. Oh, I remember that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want nobody to see you, uh, you know, having parents or anything, you know, <laughs> Apparently we all just come out of thin air. You yeah, know? exactly. I remember that kind of shit. That mom dropped me down the street. It's just, Punk you know, created me. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I crawled out of a dumpster. <laughs> okay. And now I'm here. You know, like I don't have parents. No, I was. It, I always thought that was like that was such a weird little kid thing. Was like it's like you're like being embarrassed of your parents. Like my mom's the coolest lady. I don't know why the fuck I was embarrassed of her. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I was just embarrassed of of like an adult. Just being dropped off at the show. Yeah, I remember. I remember that shit too. Totally. It was because especially especially <laughs> too, like when I was younger. Like when I was younger, younger. So I lived in you know, like I said, I lived in like Oceanside, like Oceanside, and the Carlsbad area, like North County, San Diego, and that is uh, that's like a forty. That could be like a forty-five minute drive from downtown San Diego, and like kind of where shows were. Yeah. So it was sort of like until they had the train that went down that way. You had to get a ride from mom, dude. You yeah. know, there was nothing you could do about it. So that's it was true, like, that's true. 
It, you know, it is what it is. I was blessed, man. My dad worked two jobs, and me and my brother were sneaky fucks. We'd just fucking hop on the train, get on the bus, or just skate somewhere. We'd just be like, yo, there's a showdown 59th, let's go. Yeah, you, know, you guys got it, see, you guys got it, like, like, like way more sorted here, especially being a kid, I bet, you know, because of the fact that there is, like, the public transportation here is really, uh... Super easy. It's way, it's, it's better here, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, where I lived at, it was very, like, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty hard to get around. Yeah. Um, from I, up there to down, like to down south, you know. I, I, mean? I, I lived out in Vegas for a couple months, and like, dude, the bus system there sucks, man. It's like forty minutes. You got to wait for a fucking bus. What's it like living in Vegas, dude? Man? It's fucking just Cracktown, USA. It's nasty man. there, right? It's like fucking, during the day, it's so nasty. When dude. the fucking sun comes out, you really see what you're looking at there. Yeah. You're not blinded by the lights of the place anymore. Exactly, like, man. I, I was like, there for maybe like four months. Like oh, it was insane. like in like middle school. I was there for like four months, dude. It was fucking. It was just terrible, bro. They like, gotta, it was they gotta, terrible. Uh, the hardcore shit's kind of popping there, though. No, it's popping. Yeah, they got a good... My, yeah, my buddy Dustin does... Uh, he does shows out there. Where does he book? Because, uh, man, I've been trying to look for a venue out there. I know they closed down the, they, the Garth or the the, 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 the something. They have a venue I don't, out there. I don't really know. I, um, I, he moves it from... He, he he does, like, Legion Hall shit and stuff like that. Cool. I know right. Vegas, Reno um, is popping, too. Yeah, Vegas is really popping, though. Yeah. Vegas is, Vegas is like, right now... Vegas is at a, is at a high point, I feel like. Um, and this dude's been like he's booked. He booked my old band uh, the first time we ever played Vegas. You know, fucking over a decade ago. Like, and he's still he's still doing it. Um, and what he has going on is very. Uh, it's a uh, it, it, it's pretty cool. We we were supposed to play there recently, but some we got out there. Oh, so something yeah, something yeah. something happened. We didn't we didn't get to play. Yeah. So oh, was that Van Lacar run, right? Yeah. We some happened. In, some happened, and we had to we had to go away show <laughs> after and we didn't get to play but oh, man. Uh, we're going back soon uh, which I, I can't like I yeah, can't I, I can't, say, I can't say I can't say what it is yeah. because it's not that the, uh, we got a little thing coming up Word. Uh, I was gonna say yeah let's make sure to um, I was gonna say any upcoming like section anything you can or, talk about yeah um, we got a, well we got a little we got, we got this little thing coming up and like I said it's not announced yet so I'm just gonna you know It'll. Uh, I actually don't know when it's getting announced. To be announced. Yeah, but but it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty fucking cool. cool. And uh, uh, we're actually we're writing a we're writing a record right now. Cool. And, like uh, full full length. Yeah. Awesome. We're writing that. I think it's time it's time to do one of those. Yeah, and, bro. I, I think that would be sick. Yeah, I'm, I'm and I'm psyched. I'm trying to you know I gave myself I gave myself some pressure. I was like, all right, well, I didn't. I, I basically like well, we're gonna hit the studio. It looks like in March. So I have Soon. to I have to finish this motherfucker before March. Yeah, right. You know me and, and you know and the other guys. We got to come up with uh, we got to come up with some shit that you know makes you forget about the other records we did. That's, yeah. that's always the goal. And what's like your relationship with the other guys? You know, um, some of them for, for a while. Yeah, like the, the guy. Yeah, the band. The band's it's, it's, it was it was a strictly like it was a homie band. It was it was you know we started the band because all of us were were tight as it is. Um, and so we, I just, I kind of, you know, I just assembled, because it was sort of my idea. I, I assembled uh, just all of, all of, all these fools. I just want, I like being around anyway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like uh, Ryan, our guitar player, uh, me and him were in Nomads together. Uh, Aldo, uh, our other guitar player, actually, he was, he was in Nomads at one point also too. Um, we've had, we're on, our, we're on drummer number three now. Um, for section eight? Yeah. Uh, for the first drummer, we had, a um, we had John who plays in Dead Heat was our drummer at first. Um, mm. 
And then um, I got like the Guardians little seven inch right here, and it's that look, your little shout out right there, like yeah. shout out, like, yeah. <laughs> they uh, they we did that. Uh, he, he was in the band, and then we had and then Yogi, who was also who was in he was he was in Nomads, and he was in uh, he's in like a bunch of bands, you know, Human Garbage, and, and uh, he's got like, Beyond Pain. He's got that that uh, sort of like more of a yeah. grind sort of thing, yeah. uh, real hard shit. Uh, he does a lot of bands. He's he's, he's an incredible drummer, um, and. He was in the band for a little while, and then he just kind of left. He, he left to focus on his other bands and all that stuff. So now Chris, who is my my roommate, also, and we also have the same job. So he's basically, <laughs> just just this this motherfucker. I'm always around. Yeah, so like might as well just be around. Yeah, anymore. <laughs> I'm literally like I'm around this full 24 hours a day almost. I feel like except when we're like working, and you know I don't know. He's like one of my best friends, so it's it's uh, it's easy. You know yeah. what I mean? It's very easy. You know, he don't give a fuck about nothing. So it's like really, it's really a, you know, it's a, it's a close group. It's a close group of friends in there, you know. And then Dan, Dan Weinrob, uh plays bass. Same shit. Another, just another good friend. Um, and, you know, he's in, obviously, six for down presser. He's in minus also. And, yeah. you know, he'd be doing a lot also. Yeah. But, uh, busy. That's, yeah, the whole band is busy. Everybody's like in a lot of bands. Everybody, like some people have careers, things like that. Yeah. I'm honestly, me and Chris are the only ones that, that, can act can actively not give a fuck about anything yeah. because like and go, 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 yeah we don't we don't give a fuck about work, our work you know we have a job that is super stupid and, uh, <laughs> and really and really easy and I also like we have the luxury of being able to kind of get off of work if we want to yeah. you know like, uh, so that that's that's helpful but it's like but it's also not helpful because the other dudes have like real jobs and they uh, <laughs> it ain't so easy so we we don't we don't get to do a lot yeah. Well, we try to we, the things we do. We try to make them count. You know, if you can, if you can only only do one tour for the whole year or something, it's got to be that tour. Yeah, that shit better hit. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, and that type of shit. You know, but yeah, coming up, we got we got that working on a record. And when was Winter Games? Was when when did that come out? It came out. Uh, well, it came out on the internet um, last summer. Um, and we rushed it out a little bit. Uh, Man, last we, summer, 2019. Whoa. Yeah, full. It's 2020. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. <laughs> we, uh, we, 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 we wanted to, we ended up, we, we kind of rushed, we rushed to like, we kind of rushed the release of it because uh, we were going to the East Coast. We had three shows out of the East, uh, four, excuse me. Um, and so we wanted new songs. Right, that was the, before this is the hardcore, right? Yeah, we played, we played Boston um, and then we played Brooklyn. Uh, this is hardcore, and then we also played an after show during the song. We played two shows in one day. Right, I saw that. After we played show, at like yeah. midnight. Uh, that was my favorite. Uh, at Brooklyn, Brooklyn was was my favorite show actually. But then uh, a close second was was the, was the the after show of This Is Hardcore. Playing This Is Hardcore is really great, but uh, I, I love it. And you know, shout out to Joe Hardcore. But it's uh, we played, you know, we played first. We're brand new. We're a baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're, we, 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 we've been a band yeah, for five minutes. To be expected, so, yeah. So we played first on uh, Saturday, which is cool. People show up. People show up at oh, the beginning. Definitely. You know, shit was popping already. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we played at noon. Honestly, probably better than, like, the second band, yeah. even maybe. It, yeah. It, it, it was, second it was, or third, you know. It was, it was definitely great. And it was the kind of thing where, a lot, you know, a lot of people got there early. But we're still on West Coast time. So it's like, yo, you're playing a show at 9 a.m., basically. Yeah, which feels yeah. super weird. You know what yeah. I mean? You're barely yeah. waking up. Straight right. up playing a show with sunglasses on because I, I my eyes aren't open yet. <laughs> like it was, it was, uh, but it was, but it was super cool. I love that we had the opportunity to go out there and play, um, especially so early on in, in being a band. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, it's cool. This is hardcore. Is like probably I think it's probably my favorite fest. Oh, well, it's hard to say. I love Sound of Fury too. I know we were we were talking about this. I love on, the toy like, drive also. I love it for the children, yeah. like which is basically a fest also. Real quick too, how was that? How was the section? Hey, performing. I I didn't get to go unfortunately. I know Ruben was there, but uh, it was yeah, how um, was that for you guys? Oh, it was great. It was super. It was it was great. It was super fun. Um, we played we played pretty early. Probably played like six. I think it was six thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, something like that on a Friday. So it was one of those things where I was like I was super scared because I'm like everyone's gonna be stuck in traffic. I know how I would be. I'd be pulling up after traffic and shit. Yeah. So like, um, but it ended up being it ended up being real cool. It was dude, it was fun. Dope ass venue too. Oh, dude, it was it's a yeah, trip. It looks like, sick. Yeah, that place is fucking wild. It looked like a uh, it, it like like it's, a, it's some sort of a art art place. It's uh, like, like a concrete. But it, but but it's like it looks like it used to be maybe like a fucking meatpacking plant or some shit. Yeah, it, it looks like looked like a it, fucking freezer. It's super super indu- it was super industrial um, type building. You know, they only have a freight elevator that kind of thing. And because of that, they had the show. The show was on the top floor of the building, which is the fifth floor. So you had to walk up five flights of stairs. Yeah, which like, (laughs) which, which I mean, whatever. I mean, it sucks. It sucks, but the space itself was really cool. It felt like you were playing in a parking garage. Like that's what it looked like. It was like the way, just even the architecture of 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 the spot itself. Right. Um, Nah, it was great. Oh, so that floor itself was five stories up. That was five stories up. Wow. Yeah, where the, yeah, where all the all the videos That's that you've trip. seen, every single person there walked up five floors okay. for the most part. Yeah. But uh, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that shit was that shit was was fucking was great, man. It was it was it was one of those. I mean, uh, I feel like like Nate, Nate and Doyle and everybody that helps with that other Doyle. Uh, I was like, yeah, yeah. Doyle, I'll take yeah. credit. Yeah, so, I'm not sure exactly how it helped. Yeah, out. somehow no two Doyles, but um, yeah, now they, they, all all the yeah, people. Really, I gotta meet the other Doyle. Yeah, man. <laughs> they uh, everybody involved with for the children, like I mean, they, they just kill it. They make, they make this. It's an amazing. Yeah, they do game. a really good job. Brings everybody together. Um, oh, the toys, man! Too, they look like a great turn. I mean, yeah, what they do. I mean, just what it does for the for the community is is is. I mean, it's it's, it's fucking yeah. insane. It's and that, like that's hardcore in itself. What they do. I mean, Nate Nate Zavala, he he really gives a fuck, man. He's, yeah, he's, he's 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 one of the most genuine people I know. So like, I mean, I lo- I love that dude to death. Everything he he's just you know he just he just he 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 truly gives a fuck, you know, and and it's and it's nice. Right. To see him put in, you know, and it's hard for him. He's a busy man. He dude, he's all this fucking busy, dude. And he, he yeah. throws this whole shit together. Yeah. And then he's like probably on a plane the next day flying yeah. for work to somewhere else. Doing to fucking some Singapore shit. or some bullshit. Well, shit, man. You know, it's always, it's always something. But, you know, I mean, for the children was great. It was incredible. There was, you know, uh, there were certain standout performances for me. It was like Donnie Brook, especially because I, 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 uh, they're, you know, they're my favorite, it's my favorite LA band. Yeah. So I don't get to see them that much. Yeah, so it's cool. It's, it's, it was, it was, they, they, it was probably the best I've seen them. You, you guys played the same yeah. night as a uh, culture abuse? Uh, yeah. How, what are your connections to them? I know you guys are like pretty close or something. I just, yeah, we just, I, I, I've, I've, uh, I, I had met David. He was in another, I can't remember the name of his old band. I believe we actually, when I was in Furious Styles, we, we played with this old band and I had met him then and a lot, a lot of time went by, but then I kind of like re-met him at uh they played at the echoplex um when there was like you know nobody was there i think yeah. there was like four people watching it like it was very small and uh you know he reintroduced himself and my friend sammy who, who passed away we we worked at the uh we worked at the club together and he's like you got to go watch this band and so i went downstairs to where they were playing at and i was like you know shit blew my mind i was like yo this is this Dude, is what i'm looking for honestly i'm surprised i didn't meet you sooner but i used to hang out at the at at the at the spot with fucking sammy D, like 
one time me and Migs were walking by and he was just like come over here hang out with us yeah yeah and like dude like we were just like he was like he was low-key like a mentor to us man like He's like kicking it with Sammy was just fucking chill. Like just being at the door, him taking tickets, us being annoying little kids and shit. <laughs> like we were just walking by, skate by, but like, oh yeah, wait, that's cool shit. Like, we we're just like look in there. And, that was that was that full, you know. That's him in a nutshell, man. He really, you know, he was like that. He was always like that. Be, you know, working next to him for a few years was was, was definitely it was fun. He had a lot to say. Oh yeah, he, he, Dude, he, stories he, for fucking days. He's got some, yeah, he got some stories. He's gonna stab me the first time he met me. <laughs> He was uh, he like he liked to tell that story a lot. Like, <laughs> I, had, I, I had a gun, so I don't know what the hell. Was but but either way, he was uh, he was he used to tell that story. I actually got a, I got a tattoo for him uh, when he passed away, which was hell yeah. He finally stabbed me. I got a little knife stuck in my leg there. Was he like telling that story? So the uh, yeah man. Uh, but he he kind of was like, go watch Culture Abuse. I watched him, and I was like, yo, this is this is great. Bought the record. Um, Bought a shirt. I was like, I like fanned out. You know, I was yeah. like, yo, this shit is cool. Yeah. And I just, you know, I just kept knowing. It was one of those things where we just kept knowing each other. Uh, I remember like Nomads did a tour. And when we played, when we played San Francisco, they played, we played with them. Like that type of shit. Just all, you know, we all That's just stayed in touch. Shit, yeah. you, know, you know, David moved into a house that I used to hang out at sometimes down here. And when he moved down this way. Um, yeah, it's just you know we're just all friends. Yeah, I've been I've been getting to know those guys just a little bit a little oh, bit more. And they they send me stickers and shit here, so it's fucking dope. They're, yeah, they're great. I mean, they're great people. Great yeah. people. The band is great. Um, it's obviously uh, it's really blown up. They got you know pretty successful. Yeah, thing. they're doing great, man. dude. It's very successful, but they don't Quick. forget. They don't they don't forget where they came from. Yeah, so, you know, I fuck with them. I think they're great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude. I was out in San Fran probably like for the first time last year in May. We just fucking just my friend. We were just hanging out, drinking some beers, and he's like, "Dude, let's drive." And I'm like, "Yeah, fuck it." That's sick. We just drove out to San Fran, and I had the tape. I had just got it that week, I think. And I was like, "Bro, this is like the soundtrack to this whole fucking trip." Like, it just felt good being out there during the summer. Like, we bummed it. We had sleeping bags, stuff at a park. Like, it was fucking dope. Yo, it was just so. That's the best. Yeah, man. it was dope, man. We just like got there like at four in the morning, waited for the fucking liquor to open. We just like went to the fucking beach. There's a like, crazy ass beach in San Fran where it's like like a half pipe type of thing, like along like a like two miles long. Huh. And like you could just tag the we were just fucking hitting up like for like two, three hours. We had cans for days, we we're just hitting up, fucking <laughs> watch the sunrise at the beach, and we're like, dude, let's go fucking fuck around, dude. We're just Hit the Home Depot, rack cans, and just fucking... And violence. Yeah, we are just fucking... And then we saw uh, violence in Oakland. Yeah, and that was fucking... That just ended the weekend. I saw them I saw them when they played here. Uh, yeah, dude, I want to... Oh, that was, that was, that was like enemy, baby, bro. Yeah. At the region. With Sworn Enemy. I was listening to Sworn Enemy today. Oh. <laughs> and I, had, I, we, I always... I, I had always, that CD, uh, Integrity... Uh, uh, Strength. Yeah, yeah. The one EP. Um, dude, I mean... As real as it gets, when that came out... That's one of the hardest records. That's an unbelievably hard, unbelievably simple and hard. And 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 it, you don't need to do too much to make some shit. Um, we just got one minute. Okay, shit. We got one one minute left. Sword but Enemy is great. And then they became a metal band. It was not that great. Uh, <laughs> I know, when, right? They tried to do that bolt thrower cover art shit. But when, but when they were good. They oh, they killed it, bro! Amazing. I watched like a bunch of random like old footage from like YouTube shit, like New Jersey random shit. Um, I want to make a couple quick shout outs too. Shout out Gulch getting on uh, the announcing closed uh, cask activities release. That's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be super dope. Want to also say shout out to Wise getting on uh, Triple, Triple B. B. That's yeah. amazing announcement. Amazing. Um, you guys deserve that shit. Shout out Alex, uh, Brax, all you guys. 
And uh, yeah, anything else for you to uh, say, Maxi, as we co- close it out? Nah, that's about it. <laughs>